Hello, lovely people. Welcome to the Thriving Women Artists podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am Sarah van Dongen. I am Doreen Bellar. I'm Ping He. And we are here to share our creative journey and to support you on yours. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. We thought it would be a good idea to talk about traditional or analog art versus digital art today. And everything in between. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they're not, how do you say, (laughs) non-exclusive, excluding the other? I don't know. Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. (laughs) So what are we going to, I think, yeah, I mean, I work, let's start close to home. I mostly work uh, traditionally, so with paint and pencils and stuff. But I always use the computer to touch up like smudges and um, do color corrections. And recently I've started using the iPad a bit more in Procreate um, because there were just some feedback rounds, some feedback with the publisher that was it was just handy to do it mm-hmm. um, digitally because otherwise I had to do it on my original artwork and scan it in again and edit the you know go through the whole process again mm-hmm. so this is sort of my way of working okay interesting well actually I do both but um, I prefer to do it analog um and like sarah said I, i'm the same i always do some corrections or some um extras uh and color correction uh, digitally um but there are some projects that i've been doing completely digitally um just because the character of the project or sometimes it's a consideration about uh the time it will take to do the whole book, for instance. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for me, it's easier to, or, or fa- uh, faster, it takes less time to uh, do it digitally. And that has to do with mixing colors, for instance. It's mm-hmm. digitally, it's so easy to, to have basic a, a basic uh, color palette and uh, work from that. And if you do it analog, you ha- constantly have to find the, the right colors again. But so so I do both, and if I work digitally, then I do it in Procreate, and the color corrections I most of the time I do in, do them in Photoshop. Yeah, same. How so, about you, Ping? For me, I do uh, you know a traditional art because mostly you can see on my wall uh, every watercolor painting. I cannot imagine myself uh, not use brush and not use water for real. Mm-hmm. And I say to my, uh, I also teach, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm a magician. Actually, I have a flower in front of me or in my mind. And even though I paint two same flowers, but then the result come totally different because how the color running to each other. And I just really love this kind of spontaneous because the flower itself is very organic. The way I paint also kind of feel, I, I feel like, I would for for my my industry for for like botanical art. I'm not sure all the artists will change to digital art, and and I, we love this kind of 
spontaneous. And also when, when the water dry and on the age, I can never imagine the digital can replace it. Well, mm-hmm. there, but there are actually amazing uh, brushes for Procreate. Like I've seen artwork where illustrations, whole books, where it was unclear if it was made traditionally or digitally. And in the end, it was digital. Okay. So uh, I do understand what, what you're saying, but I think um, it's, yeah, it's really remarkable what's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. You have the same in picture books because sometimes I think, oh, wow, this is well done. And, and it looks like it's done analog. And then I find out, oh, no, it's it's digitally yeah, wow. I think it's a different way of working, but the outcome, the actual illustration mm-hmm. doesn't have to look that different. So the process is probably very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be very different. Yeah. And also when I also I'm now also doing the art show and people came to buy certain art, they really like my like a hand touch. Sometimes I have certain things on the painting and it's like you know happy accident and they just mm-hmm. love the the mm-hmm. raw the raw the authentic they will never be exactly another piece in the world so they appreciate this kind of exclusivity that's why mm-hmm. they want to mm-hmm. buy this i also know that many artists uh i have a kind of a feeling you know uh people say if you want to be a professional artist now i heard more oh you need to do digital that's that was like mm. understatement because I think I understand that you know digital art can sometimes undo and can you know uh, save a lot of time to be more efficient work. But if you traditional art, if you plan things out as well, you know, maybe you know, what Sarah mentioned like before, you need to scan everything if things certain things you didn't do right at the beginning, you have to certain uh, scan certain thing. But on the end, I think it's all about the process, no matter digital art or traditional art. If you allocate the process well, like my painting, if I allocate my painting the procedure well, the result will come out nicely, no matter digital or, or traditional. Yeah, but if you make a project for a publisher, they might say, oh no, uh, can you move this character to that side? Or, oh, the text is mm-hmm. bigger than we thought, we changed the text. So can this be lower or can this be pink instead of green? Mm-hmm. And all these are super easy to change digitally. Yeah. Um, and there are ways to do it. Like you could draw your character separately from Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. And then you assemble also, them. Yeah. Yeah, you could yeah. also do that in traditional art, but I've tried that. <laughs> and it's really it's well, traditional art, like everything takes practice, right? It, whether it's traditional or digital. Mm-hmm. But if you um draw something separately it's very difficult to the, the whole process is is uh, different right yeah, yeah and from like the colors it, it the depth, yeah. yeah it's it's quite a challenge but um yes obviously so for the like, like you can plan your whole drawing whether that's digitally or or traditionally okay. things can happen or there's feedback or things change or mm-hmm. oh you rather want it uh, landscape instead of portrait because that's the card you need or the or you want to use the illustration again but differently for your website whatever that's all easier digitally 
Yeah, Many of uh, my friends, uh, they are now in the book illustration, and I do notice they beginning they begin as uh, like uh, also like use gouache a uh, lots of them, uh, but more I see more and more of them use uh, Procreate. I do mm -hmm. notice the difference how they uh, process because the feedback, a few feedback from editor or you know art director, you need to change this, change that. So I think in the book um, industry, you have certain that uh, lots of deadlines you need to meet. So I don't think they will redo old pieces. So I do notice, but also. They are, can combine, you know, some mm -hmm. are digital and some are traditional. I think I like the yeah. texture from the traditional ones. And if I uh, look to my process in making a, a picture book, then sometimes I, I choose certain um, illustrations to, to do it in parts um, and assemble it afterwards. And other ones, uh, do it, do it, I do it uh, all at once. Um, because you do know that some of the illustrations or spreads are a bit more difficult and might uh, cause or ask for uh, changes. Um, yeah. So that's good to realize beforehand. And, and for me, it's also important to have to work out the sketches uh, well and to uh, have, a, have an agree from the publisher on the sketches and and to let them know okay this is it and uh now it's in my hands to uh to do the final illustration yeah i think it's very important when you talk to your publisher or you know the the one who gives you the assignment to explain how you work mm -hmm. um, because sometimes i've had this in the past i've handed in the illustrations and then they have so many things that they want changing and I said, well, this is a lot of work. Like this will take me a week, like full time mm -hmm. to have these minor changes. So like one, why do you want them? And please realize that this is a lot of work. And then they got back to me. Oh, no, we didn't realize it's fine. Blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Um, so I think it's really good to let people know how you work. Yeah. Some publishers do realize that uh, that it's a lot of work to, yeah. to change little things, but yeah, and um, it, it, it for them, it, I mean, it also depends on the illustrator because some people might work digitally, or mm -hmm. um, so they so then it's easier. And maybe a publisher, like before the project starts, they're already when you talk about your process and you tell them that you work both digitally and analog, maybe they have a, a preference. I'm not sure if they, yeah, I don't know. It's good to to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, they do, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um to add something different, I I think I feel there's a tendency nowadays um of people that uh want to illustrate or to be an illustrator, to become an illustrator, um, and they feel like, oh, let's do it just digitally, because that's mm -hmm. much easier. And of course that's okay, everybody can do it their way. But I do think it's really beneficial and important to start drawing analog. Yeah, you can you can learn a lot from it, and um, you can also add some digital uh, art to or step into it later. But um, yeah. yeah. I agree. Like, like the color theory and you mix color and this is so basic. And then with digital, mm -hmm. you choose the color immediately. But I think um, 
I don't work with a publisher. I just release, I'm my own publisher because mm -hmm. I release my own cards and, and the cards go to shops. So um, I cannot represent most of artists uh, to do commission work. But for, for the people who also would like to work with, with other uh, companies or uh, book uh, publishers, I think, I think it's also good to follow your heart. I mean, I saw the struggle from other traditional artists they, because the industry required them to be faster and more efficient to use your time. But I think you need to also see if the digital struggle, you make one drawing, maybe take you more hours in digital than you, yeah, you draw traditionally. But I think yeah. you can do both. You can put on portfolio. This is your digital art and this is your portfolio with the traditional media and see what, uh, what art, what can work, attract what kind of target. But Would you me, separate these two then? Is I mean, that what you want to say? Or? Yeah, if you, if some people just want to keep a bit of their traditional, uh, you know, uh, the analog mm -hmm. part, and they are transforming to digital. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe it's also good that let your target, let your audience know that this is what you can do with the traditional one, and this mm -hmm. one, what you are beginning stage of the traditional or digital. Because sometimes what happened is you get a work because maybe you are starting point of digital art. But you, you do a lot of work on the make a nice portfolio with digital art. However, your skill is not fast enough to make work, uh, a book which have to be released in six months time. And you get yourself into trouble. Yeah, well, for me, um, it works a bit differently. I think I've all my um, digital and analog work in one portfolio. And I didn't mention if it's um, made digitally or, or analog. Mm -hmm. And if um, a potential client asks me to do uh, uh, a commission for them in the way of this specific illustration they find on my portfolio, mm -hmm. um, then I can explain or let them know it's digital, digitally or analog and if there are any consequences yeah. for that. And I want to respond to Pink's problem story. Uh, if you make a whole portfolio in traditional art and you're not that quick and somebody commissions you to make a picture book in six months time, traditionally, then you still have a problem. Like, so if you start working out, if you start working, if you start, you just made a portfolio in the beginning, you are less quick. You are. Yeah. But mm -hmm. that's, that's how it is. That's how you work. So maybe for six months you have to, you know, <laughs> really work super hard or you have to explain to the publisher that it will take longer than six months but it doesn't matter if you work digitally or traditionally like there's at the beginning whenever whatever you do you're just not that fast mm -hmm. and when you've worked digitally for a while and you think oh yes i want to start or no when you worked traditionally for a while and you want to start working digitally of course you have to learn you have to like so the first drawing digital drawing you make like one might not be a good will probably not be a good drawing and two it will take you a very long time and that's okay you're learning a new skill so it's an investment mm -hmm. yeah. um but hopefully you know there will be 
a return of investments. Hmm. It's everything is a trade-off. Like if now you let me uh, change my uh, watercolor painting to digitally, uh, it's a lot of learning process. And mm -hmm. whether you want to have a trade-off of that, you know, because certain things you have own signature, you get used to way to, to work with, or you would like to give up what you have and totally new learning new skill in order to adapt yourself to new work a uh, higher work situation this is all up to the artist to choose and <clears throat> because uh, everybody has different backgrounds and everybody uh, work on different industry and certain industry in, uh, prefer uh, traditional more than digital and certain industry prefer more digital than traditional uh -huh. but I think it's all up to your you know Things you invest in the time to learn new skills or you give up other skills or you add sure. up on top of it, you know. Sure. Yeah. And it's a question. If you think, for instance, if you uh, decide to try it digitally, do you want to have the same result as you get when you work uh, analog? Or is is your decision to, to start digitally yeah. Um, the uh, a decision to uh, have a different style of of drawing flowers. It's like for me, it's the same as um, drawing realistically. For me, it's not that interesting. I will take a photo instead, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. maybe it's. Um, you want to, to learn something to do it differently. Yeah, but I think it's uh, when you, uh, you know, for, for certain artists, you know, get hand dirty and really go mm -hmm. to get flower and put in front of you and, you know, light and shade. It's no, it, like you have stroke, you go there and make a decision, no, have undo it and, uh, you know, have layer, we do layer as well. That's kind of exciting, depends, you know, yeah, your yeah. motivation. And uh, it takes a lot of time to finish one drawing for, 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 for a certain watercolor. For us, it's, it's nice kind of experiment, ex exploration, and for that's values. And that for me, it's important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know for others, more for finished work is important and depends what you are, what you're opting into. And the experience for me is important and the end result is as important, but for me, the exploration and the mistaking learn and try and fail and through a lot of a lot of things not working and and a mixed color learning learning along the way is important. Yeah, I do agree. And and at the same time, um, it, I think uh, you have the same learning process in uh, making digital art. So yeah. that could be interesting if you have the feeling yeah. of that. Yeah. I think uh, maybe going back to that we were saying that it's good to start traditionally. Oh, there's a huge fire uh, wagon. What's it called? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, to start traditionally, um, because if you start um, digitally, there are so many options. There are so mm -hmm. many colors. You can undo everything. So... I don't think you would learn from your mistakes that well. Um, and you don't learn to, to make decisions. Yeah. Yeah. There are all these options. You or, can have yeah. layers. And yeah. So that's what I think it's good to start out um, analog. What I love about uh, digital <laughs> is, is these layers. So I made... Um, uh, I made an illustration and it had to have like a word on it text. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I could write this t- this word a hundred times in different layers and compare them and I'll make them a little bit wider. You know, this took me half a day <laughs> to write this word. If I had done this tra- traditionally, I would have given up earlier. I would have said, okay, here's three options, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah. but it's still also because I'm in the beginning phase. And so, yeah, it is not, nice. well, by the way, that's a perfect, um, example of, of using both, uh, traditional and, and digital art because adding text in your illustration, uh, hand lettered, um, it's tricky sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. it's so, for me, it's so easy to do that part digitally. Yeah, I used to. With it. Yeah. Uh, I used to do it. So um, you should never write on your uh, art. Yeah. So what I used to do is um, use a light box for mm-hmm. like, the traditional, like the original, <laughs> the original uh, piece, and then paper, and then write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so- there was one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, I give feedback to all my uh, Domestica students who hand in a final project. And some people make the final project digitally, which is totally fine. But I can often see if this person is uh, like has experience working analog or not. Mm-hmm. So, and one of those things... How do you see it, by the way? Well, it's because... Oh, okay. I think, well, I think it's... I don't know if, if it is, but it's it's one of the things that I don't really like about tra- uh, digital art when it's made by people who are not really good at making art. It is that they um, zoomed in on a little piece and made something like in a corner, a little detail, very detailed. And then when you zoom out, it's sort of weird. I don't know how to explain it, but if you work uh, it- traditionally... You know, you have your piece of paper, that's the, the scale, the shape, and then you start drawing. And if you, ha- if you have to draw like very tiny details, then they will be not very detailed. So it's, or things that are very far away, they will be sort of schematic, vague. you know, fake, because you just, you can't zoom in on your paper. It's just, mm-hmm. this is the way it is. But with digital art, you can just zoom in mm-hmm. and then use a very tiny brush or or pencil and then draw something very tiny and then you zoom out again and it looks weird. Now different I'm not saying, from the from the yeah, rest of just, the illustration. It's yeah. not, um, a whole it has thing. to do it has to do with proportions, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily bad that or ugly that if you if you do this, but I think that a lot of there are a lot of um things that you should shouldn't do unless you're sort of more experienced artist and this it's is learning on the job yeah they are in your course and you could, could give this feedback to them yeah so i'm also giving it to other listeners now if you start working out digitally don't zoom in <laughs> you know or like or just a little bit or think about I mean, it's the same, I guess. Yeah, when we zoom in, it's it's just weird. I've zoomed in on my illustrations in Photoshop to correct some like uh-huh. tiny smudge near an ear, and then you and you worked on it for an hour, and then you zoom out, and then the whole ear isn't even that visible because it's so far away. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think I'm I'm running in a tangent, but that's a tip. So don't zoom in. <laughs> you start digitally. 
I think there's no contradiction. Like a traditional artist also is good to learn new skills um, sure, yeah. through digital because I see I do also announce the apron and the pattern design. So most of my pattern design, repeated pattern, I have to use digital ones, you know. Uh -huh. I scan everything in and I have to each one icon and I had to do it digitally on my, uh, on my Photoshop. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Th there's me, no contradiction. I mean. No, true. I agree. And for me, uh, exploring digital, uh, working digitally um, also uh, made me realize that I prefer to work analog. <laughs> and that's a nice realization. If you know a bit about both, then you could have a preference or use it together or uh, yeah. combining. What I what I love about traditional art is that you have final artwork. Yeah, this piece yeah. of paper with little blobs mm -hmm. of like mixing on the side and like, sketch lines, some notes. You have to speak of piece of paper. You have a folder with an mm -hmm. entire project. Yeah, and digitally, you only have you have files. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's so different. I, that's that's one of the things like the that you can hold the drawing, that you can look at it mm -hmm. in different light. Yeah, you can because uh, that's what I was wondering. You when you work traditionally, you have it on paper, your artwork. Mm -hmm. When you scan it in, it becomes digital. And then you print it out again. So there, you know, you have to correct colors and stuff mm -hmm. and have the right color code. But yeah, that probably works the same with digital. Never mind. <laughs> so then you have to you have to work start this digitally and then have the right it's color. It's a reproduction, code. right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's it's more difficult to compare. So yeah. um, I you can compare the proofs. Right. Of if if something is published, uh, then before it actually becomes the mm -hmm. whole book, there are um, sample prints, and then you can proofs, compare yeah. it proofs to your original artwork to see if yeah. if are you good. are lucky. If, if you, you are, are lucky, lucky. yeah. 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 If, if, Sometimes if the book is printed in um, uh, in a different country about, yeah. and um, you can't, but. Uh, yeah, it, sometimes it works out um, in a, well, let's say, different way than you uh, I think, wanted yeah. it to. Yeah, but I think this is more difficult when you when your work is digital to compare the colors. Mm, I think it's easier. Oh, really? It's closer to the original artwork because mm, it's true. already digital. Okay. I, I, I do the prints. Uh, we also sell prints as well. And it's it's very challenging um, because the, the, the original work next to the computer and next mm -hmm. to the to the from the printer. And it's like a three different versions. So we try to get closer as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really challenging. Yeah. And when you you have the image or illustration on your screen, yeah, there is light involved, and that's different from yeah, indeed, an illustration on paper. Yeah, yeah. but I think I go back to a traditional or original, but uh, original traditional or uh, media or new media or uh, you know digital. I think it's also depends also the project about your mm -hmm. preferences and also the 
people you work with, you know, deadlines, and it's all different things. We cannot say yeah. this one had to be traditional, this one had to be digital. And also, like I'm self-publishing uh, my cards, and I will stay <laughs> comfortable where I am. <laughs> so I was not going to unlearn my skill and learn new skill, you know. Um, I would do digitally, but with pattern design for, for mm -hmm. my tea towers, everything, oh. and then keep as it is, you know. I wanted to add one more thing. What I started doing digitally was I always, and I will probably do this for my entire career, um, when you make an artwork that uh, like goes off the page, you need a bleeding area mm -hmm. for the printing. So there's, so your your illustration just has a wider border around it. And I always, always, always make this too small. So I always have to add this mm -hmm. digitally. And I think when you make cards or a book or you make illustrations uh, traditionally on your piece of paper and then when you have them on your computer and you have them in the final format, so maybe it's A5 or, you know, and then you notice, ah, actually it would be good if this was a little bit longer or if this mm -hmm. was a little bit more uh, or, or if this wasn't there or, and then it's so easy to do that like to add or erase digitally, I think that would be very helpful for you, Ping, for your you, cards, because you make yeah. these beautiful flowers, but it's kind of very um, like artistic, it's movement, it's, you know, it's energy, you're in the flow, and maybe you're not really thinking about the A5 format of your cards. No, I do. I, I learned in my lesson because when I had to passport uh, to uh, frame it mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I had so much trouble to frame it at the first mm -hmm. round, I'm like, oh, my God, why I leave so at the age and yeah. not have a standard because my friend complained, you don't give me enough age and I have to yeah. calculate, take ages. So I have a standard passport to. And that's the age I learned my lesson too. And this this evening, uh, this afternoon, we're gonna cut, uh, make our own passport too. And I really learned my lesson. That's mm -hmm. that's good point, you know. It's yeah. learning on the job. Yeah, you <laughs> learn from your mistake, and you don't yeah. want to do it again. Yeah. 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 I think that's it. We've I discussed uh, a lot about <laughs> digital versus analog art. Uh, anything yeah. else? I Never. think no, I think we've covered everything. <laughs> if you um, have any questions or comments, leave them below this episode. I don't know. We're on our Instagram. <laughs> send an email. Yeah. Send an email. Or yeah. Direct Maybe message. Yeah. You want to share um, your experience. How you prefer to work, or maybe you want to add something. Yep. Um, and as let us know. Let us know. Thank you for listening. Share with a friend. And uh, we will see you back in two weeks. And leave a review. Thank yeah. you. And let us, yeah, let us Five know. stars. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please check out our show notes or our website, thrivingwomenartists.com. If you like our podcast, please leave a review. See you next week.